Hi, I'm Abby McNally, and I've been saved for one year this last March. I started reading the Bible a year ago, and I can't explain the benefits it has in your life. It helps with anxiety, depression, anything in the world that is um, negative. Reading the Bible will help because God gives so much guidance on how to live your life and how to avoid things like depression and anxiety, but it also gives you such great promises and it shows you how much God loves us. He literally gave us this word to guide us on life and to keep us happy and to show us how to use his love to share and to to be happy. So we have this podcast to help other people understand and to have an interactive Bible study where everyone can get involved and share perspectives, ask questions just get involved. Hi, I'm Terry Rawson, and uh, I'm glad to be here today with Abby to uh, go over all awesome Bible things. We're in Exodus right now, and we're digging into Aaron here a little bit. So, you know, it's great just to have everybody here today talking about Jesus and his uh, his great return. So uh, we'll start um, working through the story until we get to the end where Jesus comes back. So, so we left off. Um, we're in the plagues, and... Um, We've already been through a couple of them. They just have the swarms of flies, and Pharaoh keeps saying, you know, Moses, make this stop, and I'll let the people go. And then he doesn't, and so it gets worse. For now I will stretch out my hand, that I may smite thee and thy people with pestilence, and thou shalt be cut off from the earth. That's 915. Okay, and in very deed, for this cause, have I raised thee up, for to show in thee my power, and that my name may be declared throughout all the earth. As yet exaltest thou thyself against my people, that thou wilt not let them go? Behold, tomorrow, about this time, I will cause it to rain a very grievous hail, such as hath not been in Egypt since the foundation thereof until now. Send therefore now, and gather thy cattle, and all that thou hast in the field. For upon every man and beast which shall be found in the field, and shall not be brought home, the hail shall come down upon them, and they shall die. He that feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh made his servants and his cattle flee into the houses. And he that regarded not the word of the Lord left his servants and his cattle in the field. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch forth thine hand toward heaven, that there may be hail in all the land of Egypt, upon man and upon beast and upon every herb of the field throughout the land of Egypt. So, so now, now, now he's attacking the, the god of weather here. So mm -hmm. they're their god that they have that controls the weather. He's going to basically destroy him here with this hailstorm. And, and so that's kind of what God's doing here. He's, he's killing one more god yeah. uh, of theirs. And then, uh, yeah, I got to thinking about that yesterday, about how they just... They took everything that was profound and made a god for that specifically. Uh, uh, exactly. The sun, the moon, the weather, the um, crops, and the harvest. It's just and it's by, amazing to me why they would do that. And then that's why God makes the first commandment that you don't put any, yeah. any other god above him because of this reason. Because you'll start worshiping anything. You'll start worshiping a golden cow. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? If you don't have nothing to worship. But God wants you to let you know to worship him yeah. above all, all things. Because he ha he's the one that controls all of those things he made them. He's the creator, for sure. 
And Moses stretched forth his rod toward heaven, and the Lord sent thunder and hail, and the fire ran along upon the ground, and the Lord rained hail upon the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire mingled with the hail, very grievous, such as there was none like it in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. And the hail smote throughout all the land of Egypt, all that was in the field, both men and beast. And the hail smote every herb of the field, and brake every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the children of Israel, where the children of Israel were, was there no hail. And Pharaoh sent and called for Moses and Aaron and said unto them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is righteous, and I and my people are wicked. Entreat the Lord, for it is enough that there be no more mighty thunderings and hail, and I will let you go, and ye shall stay no longer. And Moses said unto him, As soon as I am gone out of the city, I will spread abroad my hands unto the Lord, and the thunder shall cease. Neither shall there be any more hail, that thou mayest know how the how that the earth is the Lord's. But as for thee and thy servants, I know that ye will not fear the Lord God. And the flax and the barley was smitten, for the barley was in the ear, and the flax was bold. But the wheat and the rye were not smitten, for they were not grown up. And Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh, and spread abroad his hands unto the Lord. And the thunders and hail ceased, and the rain was not poured upon the earth. And when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and the thunders were ceased, he sinned yet more, and hardened his heart, he and his servants. So now, now Pharaoh, here he goes lying again. He's, I'm going to let you guys go. And, and then changes his mind Changes again. his mind as soon as they stop the, you know, and, and you're going to see that a lot in, in the next five plagues here. You know, he keeps doing this. And, yeah. And, and then eventually, you know, uh, you know, God has to just completely destroy him. Yeah. Because he won't. He just keeps lying and lying and lying and lying and lying. No matter what you do to this, this guy, he's going to keep lying and he's going to keep bringing on these false gods and he's going to keep the people in bondage because that that's what he, that's what he does. He's a he's a sociopath, you know, and, and he he's trying to keep everybody in bondage, and he does it so all through this. And God's just trying to break his heart too, and, and all the people of Egypt. Yeah. He's trying to show all of them. That, that God is all powerful. So not only is he trying to break the Pharaoh's spirit, he's got to break the entire nation's Everyone. spirit for God. You know, so that's what we're that's what we're seeing here, and that's what he does later in life too. And the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, neither would he let the children of Israel go, as the Lord had spoken by Moses. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I might show these my signs before him. And that thou mayest tell in the ears of thy son and thy son's son what things I have wrought in Egypt, and my signs which I have done among them, that ye, sh that ye may know how that I am the Lord. And Moses and Aaron came in unto Pharaoh and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord God of the Hebrews, How long wilt thou refuse to humble thyself before me? Let my people go, that they may serve me. Else if ye refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring the locusts into thy coast, and they shall cover the face of the earth, that one cannot be able to see the earth. And they shall eat the residue of that which is escaped, which remaineth unto you from the hail, and shall eat every tree which groweth for you out of the field. And they shall fill thy houses, and the houses of all thy servants, and the houses of all the Egyptians, which neither thy fathers nor thy fathers' fathers have seen, 
since the day that they were upon the earth unto this day. And he turned himself and went out from Pharaoh. And Pharaoh's servants said unto him, How long shall this man be a snare unto us? Let the men go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Knowest thou not yet that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron were brought again unto Pharaoh, and he said unto them, Go serve the Lord your God, but who are they that shall go? And Moses said, We will go with our young and with our old, with our sons and with our daughters, with our flocks and with our herds will we go. For we must hold a feast unto the Lord. And he said unto them, Let the Lord be so with you. So here, here he's talking about the festival. That's what they're yeah. That's what they're going to go have this. They've got to want to hold this feast and this festival to honor God. And, and do sacrifices and, of animals. And to do all their sacrifices, all their rituals, and all their stuff. But Pharaoh's just not going to let them do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're, 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 they're still. Basically the same as not being allowed on Sabbath day. Exactly. You know, that's why they're, they're fighting so hard to. Uh, and, and that's why it's so important to keep those days because when, when these people fought so hard to, to to have it to have it and then we just give it up you know we have we have we have the freedom to have it now and, and we choose not to yeah they, they fought and, and died for it and uh and, and you know we we don't even honor that mm-hmm. you know so we don't honor the bible at all we don't we don't honor what they fight for what they went through what they what they did for us yeah. um you know we, we worry about what people did in vietnam and stuff and things like, yeah i love the veterans and everything but you know look at what moses did like you know what, look what god did yeah, not, for it's sure. Not honored. We don't have a day. We, we honor. We, we honor war. Honor the, yeah, we honor war. The and we feast honor... of unleavened bread, the Passover, to honor what happened. You know, just to you just go seven days without anything with leaven, just to honor yeah. what they went through and what they did for our freedom, and what God did for us. You know, it was about he, remembering. You know, remembering yeah, what God did. You just had to remember it and just be able to give one sacrifice. You know, and the reason to, we remember that is because if it, if the oppression ever happens again. That, that we know how to we know we know how to live god gave us exactly he gave us, what he did before so that we would know what he will do again exactly we know how you know we got to know how to live through those moments mm-hmm. you know and, and and this is what this is what's happening right here you know so it's very important that we pay attention to this because this is this is part of what, what's going to happen in the future you know so we need to understand like why god wanted us to understand these things and remember these things because if, if you if you don't remember, then you forget, and you're not able to do them when it comes to time, and you're not able to follow God's path because He taught us the path. Remember these things because you're going to need them again. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have the bread. You're not going to have this. You're going to learn. You're going to live in shacks. You're going to do these things again to get over the oppression of the tyrants, and 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 remember what God did, and follow the same path, and God will lead you out of the same wilderness. Period. And don't be afraid. Well, well that's yeah. <laughs> because that would avoid the forty years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just stop. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, just and, stopping. And, and now, now we can get over that faster. You know that that yeah, fear. Yeah, because we know yeah, where they went wrong was yeah. being afraid of the giants, and so we know that you know. David was able to defeat a giant with a rock. So God, I mean, God is always in control. Yes, I mean, we're, we're, should, once, we, once everybody learns not to fear the giant, the giant's a, a, a metaphoric thing in this situation. You know, once you're able to not fear the giant anymore, you, you, God, God can come back. You know, we don't have to will. Fear the giant is just having any fear. They just had to have no, no fear. No fear and just trusting God, fear, you know. Yeah. Yeah, trust. I mean, God was getting them through the wilderness by bringing them bread on the ground every morning. Uh, right. Waking up, waking you up know. to fresh bread. Yeah, every morning. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Sunday. Yeah. Can't yeah. rain no bread on Sunday. But that—that that was the teach, though. 
You know, to train them, to deprogram them from the ways that they were, to program them in the way that God wanted them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's why it's so important to remember the Sabbath and, and, and to remember the Passover and to follow the Feast of the Tabernacles and, and do all these things that God commanded us because that, that's how you become a godly person. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to know how to become godly, you, you follow God's commandments. So mm-hmm. we follow what God told and us to do. And everything he told us to do. Everything. All the examples he gave us. All the examples. Oh, and we're putting a bunch of examples on the website. Abby got made it, got us a document here of uh, the seven things, basically the seven steps to uh, sin redemption and, and following God. So we're going to post that on the website today. It should be available for download so you can share it with all your um, other people on the network and, and everybody can really understand like how to... How to just let go how of sin, sin separates us from God and how to get back. How to get back, you know, and start walking in the path of, of the light again. So, but we'll keep on reading on through with Moses. And he said unto them, let the Lord be so with you as I will let you go and your little ones. Look to it for evil is before you. Not so. Go now ye that are men and serve the Lord for that ye did desire. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come up upon the land of Egypt, and eat every herb of the land, even all that the hail hath left. And Moses stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. And the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested in all the coasts of Egypt, very grievous were they. Before them there were none, no such locusts as they, neither after them shall be such. For they covered the face of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they did eat every herb of the land, and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. And there remained not any green thing in the trees or in the herbs of the field. So when, it, when it's saying that, that there was no green, no, food left. no green thing, like these locusts ate it all. Like when when the Bible's saying there wasn't one green thing left, there wasn't, there wasn't anything. not drop. So, that, yeah. you know, there was nothing. And I haven't been to Egypt, but I don't imagine there's a lot of green anyways. So mm-hmm. that was a big problem because you've got a lot of like... Well, well on, on the Delta Nile and the, the banks, are, you know, it's all lush and green yeah. like, like the Mississippi. But, you know, but, uh, you know, that's all gone now. They're not going to uh, have any any kind of food here going forward. And these locusts, you know, they... they uh, just I don't know if you guys know what they are like giant grasshoppers so they're just out there just eating everything just coming in swarms and just devouring and it's like something they've never seen before these things just come up out of the ground and just all of a sudden now are just everywhere billions of them just eating everything in sight and, and you know um, now, now it's got now it's getting serious now now they're out of food yeah. now they're out of livestock now and now you know they have nothing left they have nothing well they have one thing left so we're about to find out what yeah. that is and how God's going to take yeah. that away. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste, and he said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now, therefore, forgive, I pray thee, my sin, only this once, and entreat the Lord your God, that he may take away from me this death only. And he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord turned a mighty strong west wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the coasts of Egypt, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart so that he would not let the children of Israel go. 
And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another, neither rose any from this his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be stayed. So, so, so after three days, so you're, you're, you're over there, you can, you can, where you're standing at, it's completely dark, mm -hmm. but you can see over there. That they have light. That they have light. Mm -hmm. Just to let you know. <laughs> Just to let you know that this is God. Yeah. That's how God works. You know, he's not going to, he's not going to play around. He's going to let you know. Yeah. I'm doing my work here, you know. He's going to just dig in. I imagine that had to have converted so many of the Egyptians. Oh, all, all of them that didn't die, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, 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 like just <laughs> looking at that light, longing for it. And, and that's, what, that's how God does. He, does. he doesn't want to do these miracles just for, like, one person to see. He's going to do it in for front everybody. of millions and millions and millions yeah. of people so everybody sees it so they can go on and, and write the testimonies and write these chapters like Mark and Luke and Matthew and Mark and John and all of those went out and wrote because there were so many people that saw the miracle yeah. that, that there was chronicles about it everywhere. You know, and that, that's why that's how God does it. He doesn't do it just so one person sees it because it doesn't it doesn't do anything. You know, when when, right. he, when he does it, he's gonna do it big enough that you know Everyone it's from God. God. You know it's God. You can't even it. do anything because there's no no thing above that can even make this happen but God. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's how God works. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna step always. in. When, yeah, always. You know he's 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 gonna be there for all the little miracles and be there to help you through life. But when it when it comes time for the big stuff, he sets it all up into this giant plan, and then boom, there it is. It's you so know? amazing. Yeah, and you're like, whoa. Yeah. God, you are awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like wow. I got to thinking wow. about that this morning about how everything he does is always just so baffling you know it's just like you can't even well, comprehend it right. yeah you can't even comprehend it and well, you can't. that's why it's he has to so do it. that that's yeah, yeah, yeah it's that's so that we it. can know it was him yeah and that we can just admire him and love him for just, it because really? his awesomeness <laughs> yeah you demand you demand you man, praise God, and, and and that's why that's why you gotta praise God because all the time, you know what I mean? Because because it, it's not just the thing that you do because you want to; it's because He's so awesome. Yeah, it's not not you know you're not just out there faking this thing. It's no. just when you when you get to when you meet God, and, and you get to know Him, you you just you know He's He's so awesome. You just want to so go around good. and sing to Him all day long all day. And, and dance with Him and 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 uh, you know just because because you just know like He's like He's like. Uh, a father that's got got you surrounded by his wings Completely. and his, his arms and you're you're safe from anything yeah so and he's going to guide you in the right place no matter what you do it just yeah it does it becomes this beautiful relationship where you just only see it's like you have a tunnel vision for for god and for that relationship that you have and you can feel you can just feel his love surrounding you in everything that you do and you just feel his assurance in every step and then, then they call that they call that the holy spirit yeah you know that that's what they they'll refer to that as having the holy spirit and um you know if you're uh 
if you're anything of the Pentecost religion or anything like that, you know all about the Holy Spirit and, and you know what it does. And, and once you're able to get that Holy Spirit in you, you know, you just you just keep it in there because you never have to let it go because he stays yeah. with you. And also he, he becomes your shield around you and protects you. And you use the Bible as your words. You know, let the, let the Bible use the words that God protects you and, and let the Bible be your sword through your tongue, you know. And, that, mm -hmm. and that, that, that's basically how he sums it all up in the entire. And that's what he's doing right here. Like he's getting real real deep into this this meaning of, of how to do this, you know. He, he's letting Moses use his, Aaron's tongue to use God's commandments to destroy Pharaoh. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's how powerful that, that God's word is here. Go ahead. I think we're on 25. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may sacrifice unto our Lord, the Lord our God. Our cattle also shall go with us. There shall not an hoof be left behind. For thereof we must take to serve the Lord our God, and we know not with what we must serve the Lord until we come thither. All right, here, here's a, here's a thing. Now, um, it's important. This is important for you too, Ab, because if you re read that part again, they have to take all of their cattle and all of their sheep because they don't know which one God's going to choose mm -hmm. when they get out there. So they they're they're they have to take everything they own, everything to the to this land. And wait for God to choose which one we're going to sacrifice. So they don't—they don't make that choice until the very moment that the sacrifice is going to happen. So that—you know—that's what happened with Abraham too. He didn't have nothing to sacrifice, and, and the only thing that was there was Isaac. So he had to take him up the mountain, you know, because when God calls the time to sacrifice, you—you you go and you—it doesn't matter. You have to take everything with you, no matter what it is. And, and if God wants you to sacrifice that, that's what you have to sacrifice. So these people had to take all their world possessions out of Egypt and leave them there and, and wait for God to choose. So they had to take care of all the millions of cows and thousands of sheep and, and wait. You know, and then, oh, this is the one we're sacrificing. So, wow. you know, yeah. you just gotta, that, that's a huge thing that you gotta understand. They, 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 they have to take all of this with them because they're not just going to take one animal with them and go sacrifice it. They've got to take their entire thing because they, they're, they're trusting in God to choose the one that needs to be sacrificed. Wow, I hadn't I hadn't perceived that before. Well, not, not a lot of people miss that. That's yeah. why I want, I want to emphasize that because uh, that's the importance of trusting in God even at the very moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, 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 spent, they spent all their resources and everything to get these flocks moving and going and, and move, redirected to another place just to be able to let God choose which one they're going to sacrifice. Wow. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. And Pharaoh said unto him, Get thee from me, take heed to thyself, see my face no more. For in that day thou seest my face, thou shalt die. And Moses said, Thou hast spoken well, I will see thy face again no more. So, so, so here he's like uh, telling Moses, If I see you again, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, man. I see your face one more time and here. Moses said, you won't see my you face won't, again. You won't see me no more, man. And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet will I bring one plague more upon Pharaoh and upon Egypt. Afterwards he will let you go. Hence, when he shall let you go, he shall surely thrust you out hence altogether. Speak now in the ears of the people, and let every man borrow of his neighbor and every woman of her neighbor jewels of silver and jewels of gold. Okay, so this is another... Look, they, they say in the Bible here, borrow, 
but but in the actual context of, of the original Bible, it's to give away uh, because the, these people stole had stolen these people's jewels from the beginning, and the, the God's given them back. So these Egyptians back in Jacob's time took all their jewels and all their possessions. Oh, so they get it back. They're getting, God's giving it all back to them right now. Wow. So that's what's happening here. So in this, they, they in the King James Version, they, they misquote this as they're borrowing to return them. That's not what's happening. They're they're taking back, God's giving back what, what they took from Jacob, right? All, okay. all the gold. And then all the gold that they earned from the gold of Jacob's is going back now to the Israelites here. Okay. here. So that this is like a super huge, important thing. You know, people, oh, they, they borrowed us. No. No, God's given them back all of their stuff now, plus everything that the Egyptians earned over all the bondage time for redemption, mm -hmm. for for what they did. Wow. For restitution. Restitution, yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's the restitution being paid by God at the end of the bondage, and it will happen. And again. they end up using that to build uh, the tabernacle. For everything. Yeah. They get all of it. They get everything. They make the gold gap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> And the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people. And Moses said, Thus saith the Lord, About midnight will I go out into the midst of Egypt. And all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne, even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of beasts. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor okay. shall there be like it any more. Okay, so th th this is, uh, you know, he's getting ready to uh, kill the firstborn of, not even just the people. The animals. The animals. The you got to think, there's probably not a lot of animals left, what? but the ones that are. Yeah. Because a lot of them are already gone from the hail. And, and, that, that's, that, and, that, that, and when you do that to your livestock and to humans, you're getting rid of the prime stock. Yeah. So you're getting rid of all their future of yeah, anything they that they'll ever anything, else. anything else. So, but we're gonna we're gonna stop on this part today because I want I want to dig into this next going in starting from here all the way in chapter 12 in one day because it, it starts getting real intense here uh, because now now the final thing's about to happen and, and the blood over the or the, the stair of your uh, doorway and everything's about to go down here in the next chapter so you know again it gets pretty intense so i want to do that all in one day and this is kind of the lead up to it so we'll just stop right there for today and uh we'll go from there tomorrow all right everyone have a blessed day everybody have a blessed day thank you thank you